Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. The most important decision you can make right now is what do you stand for, Danny? Goodness or badness? This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Getty. From Studio C. C Senior. It's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. Yo, y'all. Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Every day, Jack, I supply the honorary general manager, and most days it's garbage. But today I want you to listen to it. <laughs> I want you to think about it. Keeping in mind presidents get too much credit and too much blame for various things. This should be the biggest story in the world. This should be defining the Trump administration. Today's general manager is Donald J. Trump, who may have achieved peace in the Middle East. Yeah, man, it's certainly being downplayed by uh, much of the media. You now have multiple Gulf states, Arab countries, all saying, yeah, we're down with Israel. We ought to have full relations, at least. Or at least a, a peace agreement. Yeah, I was trying to find, uh, while you bring that up, the um, the, the long road to Israel's very good month from Walter Russell Mead in the Wall Street Journal today about how uh, this is one of the best months in Israel's history and one of the best months for uh, stability in the Middle East. Not getting a lot of attention because <laughs> I, I heard a report on it on NPR today. And, man, they are uh, not going to give any credit to the Trump administration for what is a really historic development. I hear Tom Friedman was actually fairly generous in the failed New York Times. I'll but check that out. The insufferable New York Times. But if you run it down, destroy, uh, during this administration, ISIS destroyed, well, to a large extent, sent packing. The ideology is still around, but more or less destroyed. Qasem Soleimani. Snuffed, weakening Iran's Quds force, and now multiple peace treaties with Israel from Arab states. It's really quite remarkable. Not since 1948 has Israel had a month like this, says the Wall Street Journal. Now, some was... of it, as I said, presidents always get too much credit and too much blame. Some of it's circumstances. An ascendant sure. Iran has motivated the non-Iranian countries in that region to say, hey, they're the real threat. What do you say we become buddies? Fair enough, but nonetheless, it's an amazing achievement. Also pretty easy to look at it as a guy who's been making deals his whole life, taking a completely different approach than anybody would ever had before. Looking at the moving pieces, looking at what, you know, the uh, the leverage you've got in various situations, who has what self-interest in putting the right pieces together. Yes, yeah, I've said which many is times. much more likely to be done if you're a businessman and have done that a thousand times, and you got a landowner and a building owner and a this and a that, and none of them want to agree. Right. You know, Trump drives me crazy. There are aspects of his act that just well, they make me nuts. But I will tell you this, and this is his greatest strength: 
international relations. And we've seen it play out in the Middle East. We saw it play out in the whole uh, putting pressure on our NATO partners to pay their fair share. And everybody just fell to piss. Oh, threatening traditional. The one great thing about Trump is he's come into these situations that are so thick, and I've been studying this my whole life, trust me on this, they are so thick with assumptions and traditional sensibilities and and, and things you don't say and things that you must say. I mean, for instance, all oh, you must promise to move the embassy, the Israel or the U.S. embassy in uh, Israel to Jerusalem. You say you will, but you absolutely can't. You can't do that. That would inflame the blah, blah, blah. And there are a hundred examples of that. And he's too much of a bull in a china shop for me sometimes. But he's come into those situations and said, I don't care about those old assumptions. They strike me as dumb. They're getting in the way of a deal. Blowing it up. We're starting again. We're going to talk. What do you want? Why don't you want to give it to him? And just it's it's been fabulous getting our guys out of the endless wars. That's happening. So uh, I'm pro-God, but... Uh... He needs to work on his climate equity as we've got 20 inches of water on one end of the country and uh, raging fires with not a drop of moisture on the other end of the country. And if we could you know, even that out a little bit, it'd be fantastic. Joe, 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 tell him about the hydraulics. Listen. What? Someday I will be hailed as, as a great genius. Very simple. You lift the country up about six feet. <laughs> And I have a bunch of hydraulic uh, lifts, like at a car mechanic, right? Do I get the sense you were telling Sean about this earlier? Well, <laughs> this is this is a well-known theory of mine. This is what this is my uh, you know this is my trademark thing. Joe, tell him about the hydraulics. You put the country up on on uh, about six feet up on hydraulics. I'm with you so far. And then, if for instance you have a tremendous amount of water mm. in the southeast and a complete drought in the west, you simply tilt the country. Enough to make the water flow to where it's needed. Had to do something very similar when I was a youth with an RV where you had to get the fridge level. So you had blocks that you had to... Sometimes you had to put a block under the front left tire. Sure, you got a little screw thing for the legs or whatever. Right, for your washing machine, yeah. But that's... It makes a a ton of sense. It's an (laughs) elegantly simple solution to multiple problems. Makes a ton of sense. Oh, boy. Let's introduce everybody on Dust Squad before we get started. <laughs> Tell them about the hydraulics. <laughs> I see Mary Garcetti of Los Angeles on MSNBC. I'll have to see what he's saying about the shooting in his uh, fine city. Well, I'm I'm against it, but I'm for everything that led to it. <laughs> How about the fact that the one of the sitting senators from California who happens to be running for vice president slash president, Kamala Harris, has not had a word to say about it. She's traveled to Kenosha, Wisconsin, to talk about uh, how proud she is of the Blake uh, gentleman, but uh, uh, yeah, got nothing to say about the shooting in her own Proud state. of a rapist who tries to go for a knife and stab the cops. Not a word about cops being executed. Okay, Kamala. Anyway, there's our, let's introduce everybody. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Sorry this morning, Michael. I'm doing okay. I like my idea better to how to solve this. You get about 100,000 pickup trucks, and you stick them in the heavy rainfall areas, let the beds fill up with water, and right. then you just have a driver ready to go, and you just drive them to the drive West Coast. Drive them to the West Coast and yeah. dump it on the fire. Maybe dump as an interim plan while we're working on the hydraulics, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, you got to think long-term, Michael. Pickup trucks, please. <laughs> a child solution. Yeah, no kidding.
That reminds me, and this is a tease because I don't want to get into it here because it's so thorny. I might actually, for the first time in my life, have to start looking into climate science because I'm just so tired of freaking hearing about it. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and looking for the straight scoop in the 50 days, 49 now, before a presidential election is really tough. Well, that's why I've never looked into it, because I know there's so many people with so many agendas, so much money to be made. I also know that as a uh, a professor, there is no interest on the college campus, either in uh, in getting grants or among any of your peers, for being even slightly skeptical of the railroad train that is screaming toward you know, global warming. Right. It reminds me a lot of the whole uh, social justice warrior thing. There are grains of truth here and there. There's probably important information to understand. But the activists are so wild-eyed and engage in such fevered hyperbole, you just, anybody with common sense can't take them seriously. I hate to let a, a raving lunatic into, into my home, as it were. Uh, now, if somebody wants to calmly and... And without engaging in Al Gore-esque hyperbole or, or Gavin Newsom, who's just trying to blame the fires on uh, climate change, as if they suddenly, you know, it jumped 25 degrees. It's just that there's so much dishonesty. Anywho, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I was grabbing my uh, my morning uh, green tea when I came to the realization that here at the Radio Ranch, the, the regular, just basic green tea... We we're all out, but there were some uh, additional flavors. I think maybe we got scammed into buying one of the variety packs where they 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 package one of the the, the big sellers with some of the not so big sellers. Right. One of the thing it was a green tea with peach. I tried that, and not oh. not so good, not so good. But one of the oh. other ones, a green tea with pomegranate, delightful. Mm. That's all I got. <laughs> Sounds a little fruity to me. It was way better than I was anticipating, and uh, <laughs> if it's there, I, I may I may elevate that to my my go to. Keep Delightful that, and uh, refreshing. Keep that tea away from your cat. I hear green tea is toxic <laughs> to cats. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is How Did It Already Get to Be Tuesday on uh, September 15th, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Here we go. Officially, according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. Most of recent history, 20-year-old girl opinions have been the cornerstone of media, entertainment, and online political discourse. And for that reason, I am the first person running a candidacy fueled entirely by the opinions of 20-year-old girls. (laughs) I recognize that voice, and I like the sound of that uh, sarcasm. The fabulous Ryan Long. I assume there's a longer version of that we will be hearing. Uh, Indeed there is. Yes. Awesome. Um, Dryly hilarious. So we got mailbag on the way. Also, uh, Carol Baskin was on Dancing with the Stars, and uh, the family of her deceased husband that she may have fed to tigers ran an ad during Dancing with the Stars, which is fantastic. We took a bit of a beating from a number of listeners for not reporting on the CBS News inquiry into Carol Baskin and her husband's death a week ago. It was probably in the midst of some enormous news story, but we'll uh, we'll check that. Listen. There's nobody more serious about bringing that woman to justice than, well, probably Joe Exotic. But next to him, us. By God, justice will be done. Sheriff in L.A. County. He's off, snacking. Uh, challenging LeBron James to put up some reward money, which is a heck of an interesting move. Love it. No uh, no uh, response from LeBron James as of yet, but uh, I like that. All that stuff on the way in a mailbag, I'll just assume looks great. I won't ask the question. Oh, it's it's just something. Assume it's fantastic. Oh, boy. When oh. you hear, well, well. Oh, you have no idea. Trust me when I say, well, <laughs> hang on now. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. How about a federal judge telling the governor of Pennsylvania, you don't have the right to shut down businesses? You don't have the power to do that? That's not constitutional. What the heck are you doing? Hooray. How's that just started now? But I'm hoping that's going to sweep the nation. Indeed. I have some great stuff on uh, shutdown benefits versus costs uh, a little bit later on as well. Mailbag. First of all, your freedom-loving quote of the day from Milton Friedman, once again. Very simple. You've heard it a million times, but it is worth considering. There is no such thing as a free lunch. There's really no such thing as free anything if you're an adult. Yeah, the word free should be banned from certainly any discussions about public policy at all. To enhance freedom. To enhance freedom, exactly. (laughs) Moving along to the correspondence proper. I'm I'm, I'm standing up for freeing by banning a word from the English language. Yes, the word free, oddly enough. Uh, I have been looking for a new cool showbiz name featuring a, a geographical location probably in Texas. Richard suggests Joe Bug Tussle, <laughs> which is a small town in Texas. <laughs> I got a couple of suggestions on the text line. Joe Wichita, which is not bad. Yeah, it's a little obvious. I don't. I don't know. I liked uh, what was the one Joe Sweetwater. Oh yeah. Probably have to become a bluesman, but that's all right. Uh, a couple of similar emails here. Brett from San Diego. Guys, I heard, heard you. Hmm. I heard you use the term spokeshole the other day to describe a spokesman. Uh, how clever, how apt. We actually stole that Yeah, from uh, our colleagues John and Ken. Actually, I think I've stolen everything I've ever said. I don't think I've ever had an original thought. Nor ever will, probably. It's a little late now. There's only like so many words. Right, exactly. exactly. Yeah, it's like saying, you know, that song sounds a little like Tom Petty. Well, there are only eight notes in a major scale. All right, come on. What happens in this movie? <laughs> she meets this guy, but... He doesn't really notice her. He notices the really hot chick, but it turns out she's a disaster. And then eventually she's stuck in a friend zone for a long time. But <laughs> yeah, OK, All right. it's not an original thought either. That's my point. Anyway, uh, anyway, uh, Brett writes, uh, why not use the same naming convention for <clears throat> social justice warriors? Call them woke holes. It's less cumbersome than, say, Wokesheviks, and it sings. Woke hole. It sings. <clears throat> that's a good. It's <laughs> a good pitch, Brett. But. I really like Wolksheviks because it, it points out their their political leanings are, are heavily Marxist. Uh, and a similar email from Eric here. Uh, I have a new term for LeBron and many others like him. Feel free to share. Love the show, gang. Thank you, sir. He refers to LeBron as a woke supremacist. I kind of like that. Woke supremacist. Because it implies that they see themselves as superior to anyone else. And in fact... Anybody who's not them, they have contempt for. That's pretty good. We brought you the story yesterday of a man who pooped in Nancy Pelosi's driveway. Uh, Tara wrote, my, uh, writes, my husband and I both hope that that defecating man starts a mass movement, which I believe is a, a play on words and an awful idea, Tara. Wow. You're better than that. <laughs> or maybe not. <clears throat> or maybe not. We received, uh, we received, I'm sorry, God, I keep, I, I try to talk while I'm reading something. We received a number of uh, angry texts and emails and the rest of it yesterday saying the Trump rally wasn't inside, it was outside. There were two rallies in Nevada yesterday, as Matthew points out. Mm. 
One was outside in Minden. The other was inside in Henderson. Okay? So, so we're all correct. Okay. We're all wrong. So depending. when we were talking about the inside rally, guess which one we were talking about? <laughs> we were talking about the one that was inside. There you go. On the other hand, on the other hand, any news reporting people saw on the rallies was most, if they listen or watch mainstream media or read, um, virtually all of the coverage they saw was the fact that the Trump rally was inside. Not that there were rallies. Otherwise, they would have reported that there were two rallies. Anyway. It's a good point. Everybody's right so pissed off these days. I know I am. You were talking about getting a siren and PA for your car yesterday. Oh. Flashing lights. Uh, Cole. I don't think you can have a siren. Cole in beautiful Roseville said, I've, I have a, uh, I've had a siren and PA installed on my truck for over 10 years. It's great for giving someone a little nudge when they're in the fast lane going slow. Really? If you want to tell them how stupid they are for stopping and emerge, really? it is so much fun. <laughs> and then he sends along helpfully a couple of links to an air horn module with PA function and a speaker hmm. that you can mount to your car or truck and lecture people. See, this is so perfect for me, it would be terrible for me. So yeah, you, you, you don't just do a little honk on the horn and say, hey, light's green. Hey, stupid. <laughs> Look up from your cell phone. Look up from your cell phone, you maroon. <laughs> oh, I'd love it. Uh, latest on a bunch of stories next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This challenge is to LeBron James. I want you to match that and that double that reward because I know you care about law enforcement. You expressed a very, very uh, interesting statement about your perspective on race relations and on uh, officer-involved shootings and the impact that it has on the African-American community, and I appreciate that. But likewise, we need to appreciate that respect for life goes across professions, across races, creeds, and I'd like to see LeBron James step up to the plate and double that. Well, that's a heck of a challenge from uh, L.A. Sheriff uh, over the shooting of those police officers uh, over the weekend. Hey, LeBron, how about we, uh, we, we get together on a giant reward to find the scumbag who's shooting cops and work on uh, making sure cops treat everybody the same? That would be a great message. I agree completely. That would be powerful. Bringing people together. But a lot of these movements are not about bringing people together. They're about gaining power. Well, uh, you know, well, let's, let's listen to this first and then discuss. Here's, uh, here's uh, people standing around. They just watched dude walk up and shoot a couple of uh, cops who are just sitting there in their car. And then watch them scramble to try to help each other so that they don't die. And this is the way these people watching reacted. They just the aired the police out. This the only it go up and come. Just got aired out, cuz. They just bust on the cuz. That's crazy. Two sheriffs shot in the face. Two sheriffs shot in the face. They tripping. So while the uh, the officers are stumbling around, bleeding, trying to stay alive and call for help, uh, onlookers not helping or calling 911, just laughing and enjoying it. Well, why wouldn't you if you've been told by all your sports heroes and a lot of the media that cops are evil? 
that you regularly hear a uh, chance of, you know, kill the cops, that sort of thing on TV. And there's no pushback whatsoever. Pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. Um, I was trying to come up with this professor. Um, I saw it the other day who is on leave currently for having tweeted out, you know, we should all remember the good cops out there, too. Ooh, we can't say that. One t- one student said they felt triggered that the oh. the professor had something said something about good cops, so that professor has now been uh, suspended. And taking taking a look at that, and and LeBron James saying things like, "Well, you know, some cops get up in the morning and they just think I'm going to end a black man's life today." Well, if you, if that's what you're being told, and there's no pushback whatsoever, how many times have you heard this idea that this it's open season on black men in this country from politicians, sports stars, the media? It's, it's insane. And there's no pushback. Nobody says, hey, LeBron, can you give me a single example of that somewhere in the country happening where, where you can prove that that happened? Any example whatsoever. Single digits every year of unarmed black men being shot dead by police who were not attacking the cops at that moment. It's troubling. Single digits. It's 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 troubling. Um, so if the message is all the messaging is all going one direction or or people at least realize you can't stick your head up and, you know, do a lot of talking about, hey, most cops are good and trying to do their best and blah, blah, blah. You can't say that out loud. Well, then, of course, you're going to have this sort of stuff. You got a professor being forced out for saying that. That's I tell you what, the a lot of what we're seeing, the real ugliness is the symptom. I think the disease is our schools and universities. I think we have an existential threat in our institutions of learning in the United States. Absolutely. I think and we're going to go f- as- well, we're going further down that road as the 1619 project is now going to be taught and that Ugh. whole white fragility book is going to be taught in schools Ugh. K through 12. Now, we have a serious problem. Uh Silvio sent this along helpfully. He came across this in an East uh, Bay area of California coffee shop. It had been left on the table. It is a it's a multi-page pamphlet. 11 actions to take for a police-free future. Okay, so this is the, the, the wing nuts who think we can just eliminate the cops. Or what does that look like? It looks like the suburbs, according to uh, AOC, who is uh, just stand there and look pretty. That's my suggestion. Uh, let's see. Is that uh, sexist? Yes, it almost certainly is. Okay, there it is. Now the print's big enough. This is... um. It's a bunch of letters. MPD 150 is a people's project to evaluate the Minneapolis Police Department, which is not unique among United States police departments. The essential findings. The police cannot be reformed away from their core function. Slavery was not abolished. It was reformed into the prison system. Okay, boy, we could we could stop there. Um, the police criminalized dark skin and poverty, channeling millions of people into the prison system, depriving them of voting and employment rights. The police escalate situations that call for social service intervention. You know, that there's some truth to that, and the cops will tell you that. They don't want social service calls. They're the only people to call. There are viable alternatives. Police already in use for uh, every area in which the police engage. That is idiotic. There's a bank robbery. What is the alternative there, my my uh, university-educated friends? So here's a thought exercise to engage in. Imagine what stability would look like in a new city. 
How would you try to solve the problems that your friends and neighbors encounter? How would you respond to crimes and violence? Would your first choice be an unaccountable, untrained paramilitia? Are police part of the solution at all? Patterns of racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, and bullying are built in the foundation of police system. So it says, stop calling the police when it's unnecessary. Which, by its very statement, implies that sometimes it is necessary. Most of this thinking is coming from white people who've lived in safe neighborhoods their whole lives. All kinds of polling, and Al Sharpton and a variety of other people are saying, nah, uh, minority neighborhoods want cops around. Right. It's overwhelmingly true. Right. So th- those people on the street laughing at the cops getting shot, eh, most of the people in your neighborhood, the grown-ups, the people with jobs that are actually living lives and trying to raise a family, they don't feel that way. Well, and let's face it, those tapes we've heard, the tapes of the guys at the hospital, these people, those people are stupid. You can hear it. They can't string a sentence together. They're stupid. It's scary, though, man. That is it so is. scary. It is. Oh, you know what? Uh, back to the whole uh, the people who think that are white people who live in safe neighborhoods. Maybe now would be a good time or after the break to play uh, the rest of that Ryan Long video because he makes the point that uh, my point of view will be shaped by the uh, three weeks into the social class that I am. So this this stuff is <laughs> is straight out of somebody who's taken like three weeks of a social class at college. Stop calling the police when it's unnecessary. Well, that's you know that's fine. I'm sure the cops would uh, be fine with that too. What did I call? I called nine one one for something. Talked about it on the air a couple of years ago. And a former cop who worked here never stopped giving me crap about that. Um, what did I call nine one one for? It wasn't was it, your your Captain Freedom episode, was it? No. No, that was legit. No. Is it when your cat cornered you in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> that famous episode that went viral? Yeah. It wasn't when somebody was smoking marijuana in a bathroom, was it? <laughs> was the cat smoking you know, marijuana because it's might very hostile? I think that was it. I was, I was, yeah, I think that was it. It was like at a park or something, right? Yeah. It, it yeah, wasn't well, the your kids, bathroom. The kid, yeah, the kids couldn't go in the park because there were people in there smoking pot. In the bathroom. Yeah, which yeah. I don't care if they smoke pot. I just didn't I just didn't want my kids in there when it was too smoky to see your way through. Yes. And it's the bathroom the children use at the skateboard park. Drug fiends. But uh, I got mocked endlessly by the former policeman <laughs> for calling 911 for that. Well... <laughs> I guess I should have called the administration number. Yeah, it wasn't exactly emergency in progress. Although I know where you live, and if they were shooting up, nothing would be done. They could be in there lying in their own filth with needles sticking out of their arms, and and nothing's going to happen. I need to go back to the skateboard park because somebody painted "Kill Trump" on this on the on the the bowl there at the skateboard park, and I wonder if anybody's done anything about that. I mean, that's 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 a full on crime. That's a Secret Service comes to your home crime. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's probably been. Uh, uh, we agree. Signed the entire city council. <laughs> now that's 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 unfair. There are some sane people on that city council. I happen to know that. Uh, uh, that's something. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the Ryan Long uh, audio will play for you. It's it's very funny. This is the guy who brought us uh, the video where woke and racist become best friends because uh-huh. they have all the same attitudes about race. I haven't heard this, but you guys were chuckling yesterday, so I look forward to it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, plus, uh, oh, some some good stuff on the the wildfires in the West and the. Uh, You know, it's the silly season of politics, and so people are throwing wild accusations back and forth. But some of the truth you might find interesting. Oh, and more on balancing, avoiding the vid, 
with avoiding economic and health disasters of other sorts. we got to get to Carol Basket on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, heck, we better get going. It's become controversial. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Before we get to this little comedy routine you guys have, um, are we just going to ignore the fact that they have more or less discovered life on Venus? Are we just going to pretend that didn't happen? It's funny you should say that. I uh, I was into that myself yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. There's a decent chance we've been looking at Mars all these years for life. Not Venus is where the life is. Yeah. They, uh, they discovered it about eight feet tall. Uh, long tentacles. I mean, like 30 feet long. A tail for some reason. Yeah, yeah, with a uh, stinging barb at the end. <laughs> um, Not anyway. one, but two sets of shark-like uh, teeth. Some sort of gases or something like that that are... Uh... Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, we could get into it in a bit, but they discovered gases in the atmosphere that are only created when things die, I oddly know. enough. I realize it would be a big deal. Well, we'll talk more about it later. We'll talk more about it later, so we don't give you short shrift on life on Venus. Um, well, right, since it's probably coming for us sooner or later. But no, they think it's microbes in the clouds. Why do so many big stories come out on Friday and then disappear into the news of uh, a trash can and never to be heard of again? Did you hear about the FBI phones and what happened to all the data on their phones, all the texts in particular? Did you hear what happened? No, you probably didn't. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, yep, pretty shocking. So Ryan Long is the guy. He's a comedian, a thinker, a writer who brought us the absolutely perfect Woke and racist become best friends because they agree on all matters racial. Uh, that video is at armstrongandgetty.com. It's pretty easy to find, I think. Click around, you'll get it. It's, it's, if you haven't seen it, it's one of the best things I've ever seen. Uh, but he puts out videos semi-regularly, and uh, this is a new one. Most of recent history, 20-year-old girl opinions have been the cornerstone of media, entertainment, and online political discourse. And for that reason, I am the first person running a candidacy fueled entirely by the opinions of 20-year-old girls. Hi, James, grown man with the opinions of a 20-year-old girl here. Could I be counting on your vote this election? Sure, Biden has 20-year-old girl talking points, and Trump's like a 20-year-old girl on Twitter. But my opinions just finished a few semesters of a liberal arts degree. I'm promising simple solutions to complex issues, to have zero problem holding conflicting opinions. Under my presidency, America will borrow all money on a high-interest credit card and then deal with that in five years, which is like forever away. I'm so sorry to bother you when Mercury's in retrograde, but I'd love to tell you about my plan to get rid of homelessness by giving every homeless person a billion dollars. My health care plan is to provide every citizen with a therapist that will tell them nothing's their fault. 80% of Twitter hashtags are written by girls in their 20s, and I'm going to make damn sure that those Twitter hashtags represent 110% of my policy decisions. Someone who will stand up for America by making ludicrous proposals and claiming to be unheard when not met. 80% of my budget will go to fairness, 70% of my budget will go to animals, and 60% will go to Starbucks for all. <laughs> That's an edit. I, yeah, I, I, the the full video is actually a little longer. Than oh, that. I, that's I, I funny. That's that slightly. Yeah, that's good. No, Eighty percent to fairness, seventy percent to animals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um. I I was initially I wasn't bothered, but I was interested that he uses the term girls, twenty year old girls, when clearly you could say young women, mm-hmm. women. On the other hand, are you comfortable with calling 20-year-old dudes boys? I am. <laughs> I mean, depends. How are they acting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, how do they come off? 
So I've been confused about this uh, the whole time, and I haven't heard anybody uh, explain it. The investigation into the FBI and the whole Russia hoax and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Peter Strzok and his girlfriend's texts. Why did they come out when they came out? And then more came out later. And then know, more after that. And then more after right. that. And then, like, who who decides when these come out? Where were they? Why don't we get them all right away? Anyway, there have been drips and drabs of these texts that have come out throughout the whole thing. Some of them very damaging to the FBI. Very, very damaging to the FBI. Uh, and apparently, they're still trying to find some. Well, it was announced on Friday, and uh, Lindsey Graham chair of the Judiciary Judiciary Committee was uh, fairly livid over this fact, but it doesn't look like we're going to be getting any more texts from FBI cell phones for a variety of reasons. Forgotten passcodes, screen damage to the phones, lost phones, uh, unintentional, unintentional, I'll use my finger quotes, but it was their reasoning, unintentional deletions, unintentionally restored to the factory settings happened on several of the phones. Yeah, long story short, a bunch of the cell phones of the people involved in the Mueller investigation got wiped clean. Unintentionally restored to factory settings. You right. ever you ever accidentally done that? Well, have you ever done it on purpose? Because I have a few times. You have to go through several steps, including are you sure you want to do this? You can't accidentally like just press with your thumb and restore it to seconds. It's a it's a deal. And the fact that that happened to several phones, they're hiding stuff right. and they're getting away with it. Well, the one story was the guy said, yeah, my phone got wiped clean because I accidentally, I entered the wrong password too many times. Right. That's so not a clean. thing. And they, <laughs> nobody even asks, wait a minute, what kind of phone is that? I, I, it might lock you out. You can, I believe you can put a setting on your phone to, to self, quote unquote, detonate with too many wrong things. Right. So you would have to deliberately do that and set that. And then knowing you had done that, just keep pounding away with that wrong (laughs) password as an FBI agent who is, or, or a federal agent in general who is sworn to preserve all data in an investigation. The story is laughable. People are looking at it differently, I think, because it's cell phones and it's text, but it would be exactly the same if you went back 40 years to uh, accidentally burnt all the notes. They yeah. caught on fire. It was crazy. Accidentally erased 18 minutes of the Watergate tapes. Yeah. Whoops. And and they're, they'll get away with this. I mean, yeah, it's, it's done. Yep. And uh, you didn't even hear the story, and it came out on Friday, and it's already gone. I mean, the story's already gone. Doesn't fit the narrative. What texts were out there that were so damaging people had to make up obviously crap lies and take the heat for the obvious, minor heat for the obviously crap lies? Right. Pretty damaging, I'm guessing. Right. Hey, ask around your organization today or your, your circle of friends if you're not a working person. How many of y'all have erased your uh, uh, everything on your phone in the last year? If you find one person, I would be shocked. Because keep in mind, the Mueller investigation went on for a couple of years, and I don't have the story in front of me how many phones it was wiped that were wiped, but it was several. So presumably, in an organization of uh, how many people did they have? But unless it was 75,000 people, the idea that 7, 8, 10 phones just totally wiped clean. Whoops! Damn! What what happened here? Come on! That's just... uh, yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, yeah. But keep giving the government more and more power, because the more power they have, the more accountable they'll be to you. 
So, um, new study on the whole trans thing. The um, what's it? Gender dysphoria. You're you're born physically a man, but you uh, always felt like in your mind you're a woman, or vice versa. Um, new stuff on that from a psychological standpoint that's pretty darn interesting. And then we're going to get into uh, just flawed research at the university level, which we've talked about several times, but we should repeat it since climate change is in the news so much. Indeed. Uh, Frenemies Donald Trump and Gavin Mussolini got together yesterday in Cal Unicornia to, uh, to both agree and disagree about what's going on with all the wildfires. Some a fairly entertaining tape of that. Interesting that dynamic because Trump's son is dating Gavin's ex-wife. That's right. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Show you what a small world the whole Ugh. powerful people thing is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. How much time have I got, Michael? Yeah, I'll have to talk about this more later. I'm about to have uh, about a quarter of my house uh, taken away from me. This mold problem we have. Mm. All of our bathrooms will be taken away from us as of Thursday morning, and I won't get them back for like two months. Oh, boy. No bathrooms with mom, dad, and two kids. Are you going to dig that latrine, I suggested? Get kids used to army life. (laughs) Or with China. What do you think think bears do? Get out there. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty.